Let's face it, talking about money and raising prices is really scary and it can be totally awkward, but in our line of work, it's absolutely necessary. So how do we do it without feeling embarrassed and sounding like a money-hungry vulture? How's everybody doing today? My name is Sam. I'll be your host today and every day, and you are listening to the Electric Hair Podcast. Welcome back. I'm so happy to be here. Happy Monday. If you're listening to this in real time, I'm so happy to have you. In last week's episode, we talked about raising prices in the new year and how a date shouldn't really come into factor when we are raising our prices and talking about our value when it comes to services. Inside that episode, if you didn't catch it, we talked about why you shouldn't do that, (laughs) why a date shouldn't affect your price point again, when you should actually consider it and how you should expect your business to be affected by it when you actually do raise your prices. So if you haven't checked out that episode already, I highly recommend it. It's going to go hand in hand with today's episode and today's episode will make a lot more sense if you kind of have that background of last week's episode. Uh, Today's episode is going to be short and sweet. We're going to get right to the point. Um, But today we're going to be talking about how to raise your prices because I truly believe that there are right and wrong ways to do this. (laughs) And I see it time and time and again. So we're going to go over how to raise your prices in terms of approach because I believe that approaching clients, it's just like one of the hardest things for us to do, whether it's telling a client, no, we can't get to that color or you know, just sticking to our ground as professionals. I feel that hairdressers in general have a really, really hard time when it comes to approach. We either come off too aggressive or passive aggressive, or um, we kind of let the client take control. And that's where I think where we can improve as an industry. So today we're going to go over a couple of different approaches or actually just one approach, but it is my number one go-to approach on how I believe that you should raise your prices. And we're going to go over verbiage. So that way you feel a little bit more better confidently talking to your clients about raising your prices. So the goal for this episode is to get you more professionally prepared and more comfortable about approaching how to raise your prices and how to do it in a professional manner without coming off like a money hungry person and make sure that the lines of communication are crystal clear on both your end and the client's end. But before we share how to, I think it's really, really important to also talk about what not to do. So we're going to go over that first before we dive in into approach and to verbiage. The following things that I'm going to share are totally typical. I see it every day and I am 100% guilty of this formerly in my business, but I knew I no longer do it this way. And it's for a lot of different reasons. So I'm going to talk about three different scenarios on how you shouldn't raise your prices or announce it or approach it. And then we'll dive uh, a little bit deeper into each scenario and then I'll give a reason why. So the top three ways to not approach raising your 
prices to me. Um, these are the most common I see and most frequently thing I see either online or, you know, when I talk to stylists and salon owners. So the three things that I see that I think that we shouldn't be doing as an industry and where I think we should grow is through text. We post it on social media or we just don't say anything at all. And then when the client goes to pay, the you give the new price number. So those are the number three things that I see on a regular basis from stylists. And I don't think it's professional or appropriate. So let's dive deep into each and every one of those. Let's start with text. So if you are still communicating through text with your clients, girl, you need to stop. This needs to stop for a ton of reasons. And I can do a whole episode on this in general, but we shouldn't be communicating with our clients through text messages. So as a matter of fact, you know what, I'm going to go ahead and put this on a future episode list (laughs) to talk about how not dangerous, but how murky the waters get when we communicate through text message. A lot of things can go wrong. Not only is this not professional, but we lose our freedom as stylists and we have no boundaries. And this is a hundred percent our fault. We open that door and let the client text us. And then that client believes that this is the number one way of communicating. And this is something that I have totally done as well. And you know, when you get that client text message, whether it be in the middle of the night, in the middle of the day on a Sunday, just not during working hours. And then we get upset because it's like, I'm not working every day, but we are the ones who allowed that door to be open for those lines of communication. So if you have been communicating through text message, please stop. There are other resources in order to create boundaries for yourself and your life and your business. I don't think this is a professional way. And then also I think it cuts into the ties of not setting boundaries for your life and your business. And we don't need clients texting us at always hours of the night. And then let's just say you do do this and you are with a client and a another client texts you and you take X amount of hours to get back to them. Me as a client, as far as me communicating with you through text message, I know that in this day and age, everybody is on their phone. Now, I have rules in place in my business where I do not check my phone at all while I'm with a client so they get 100% of my attention. The only time my phone comes out is when we are paying so they can go through their transaction or if I am taking pictures to capture for content. That is it. My phone is on silent and it is put away. And I'm very, very strict about this. But clients don't know that and it's not their job to know that. But in this day and age, as a society, it is common for everybody to be on their phones at all times. So we can't expect our clients to understand that when we leave that open door of communication through text messaging. And I am totally guilty of this too, but if you communicate through text, there has to have been a time and I'm going to call you out on this because I love you so much. And I have done it too. I'm totally guilty of this. 
But there has to have been a time where you communicating through text and it was one of those situations where you read it and responded in your head and didn't actually respond to the client in real time, right? This has happened so many times. I've talked to many, many stylists who do this. And then you just end up leaving the client on the hang. So not only are you not creating boundaries for yourself, you're also not fully committed to responding because a life happens and or you are at the salon working with a client, which is totally understandable, but we can't expect our clients to know that. And when you leave the lines for communication through text messaging, this is what they expect. In addition to that, I feel that you can't really control your tone via text. So for example, have you ever got in a text message and you on the receiving end have been in a foul mood? You haven't been in a good mood that day and whatever that message says is taken completely out of context dependent on your mood. So this is a factor or this is a risk that we are also considering when you do it through messaging. And this can be through text, this can be through email, this can be through DM, whatever reading, I feel like these all fall on the same line. It's unprofessional. We're not creating boundaries and we cannot control the tone on how our client receives this. So this is why I think that text messaging, DM, email, all that stuff is a no-no in sharing that we are raising our prices because we can't control all of those things. The second thing that I see, and this is like probably the biggest one that I see online that's the most common is posting online. Now I know we think that we're doing justice to our clients by sharing it online, but so many reasons why this is not a good idea. So let's dive deep into why posting online is not ideal when you are approaching and raising your prices. First of all, any kind of social media announcement is, especially when it comes to money, is completely unprofessional and not to mention not guaranteed. So how the algorithm works, whether it be Facebook, Instagram, whatever platform that you're on, we cannot guarantee that our clients are going to see this. Less than 10% of your followers on Instagram see your posts and see your stories, even less on stories. And the same goes for Facebook because Facebook owns Instagram. We cannot expect our clients to know if we do not address it directly. I want to share a little story about something that happened in my personal life. Now, it doesn't necessarily pertain to raising your prices, but I wanted to share this with you specifically to post online and how your clients don't always see it because it goes totally hand in hand. So my dad is way cooler than me. Okay. He has an Instagram last year for new year's. He is a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan, right? He at the very last minute made a trip to Pittsburgh, which is only four hours from where we live in upstate New York. And he attended the game. So on New Year's Eve, me and my husband are driving to go to brunch and I decided to call my family just to wish them happy new year. I know that the time difference is completely different. So I wanted to catch them before the night comes and before everybody starts to do their own thing. So I give my dad a call and 
I'm talking to him. I'm like, hey, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm in Pittsburgh. I came to watch the game. And I was like, oh, that's cool. How come you didn't tell me you're coming on this side of the world? And his response was, I posted it on Instagram. I thought you would have saw it. I didn't think that I needed to tell you. And I wanted to share that with you because even though he is my father, I look at his page very frequently. I still did not get this message. And I think that's important to share because again, we cannot expect our clients to see every post and story. Even so, like, you know how we can see visually who's seen our stories or not? So many people just scroll and press tap. So again, I do not agree that posting online, especially when it comes to financials, is the appropriate professional way to direct this financial situation. So the third thing is you do not say anything at all. And when the client goes to pay, the next time they come in for a service, you just charge them the new price. Now, this is the absolute worst thing you could possibly do. This is so rude. This is so disrespectful. Just think about it. If you went in for a service and you had paid the same amount time and time again, And then the next time you went to go pay, it's now a five to $10 difference. You are going to notice it's not necessarily about the small increase. It's about the disrespect of miss of not communicating with your clients. This is where we lose trust with them because now they're going to be thinking like, well, if I, it's more this time, like how much is it going to be next time? Like this, and you are messing with people's money and that's where we go wrong. If we approach it this way, this is people's money. We don't know their circumstances. (laughs) There's been plenty, plenty of instances for me personally, where financially my, I'm on a little bit of tighter budget, but when that doesn't mean that I will give up and I've shared this with you guys before, but my nail appointment, I absolutely love getting my nails done. It's something that makes me feel like I'm taking care of myself. I feel put together. I feel beautiful. I know that sounds super weird, but I don't know. This is how it makes me feel. So even if I'm on a tight budget, I will not stop doing my nails ever. So this is how I try to put myself in other clients' positions. And maybe this is how they feel about their hair. So we don't know their personal experiences or circumstances at home. You don't know if they're on a budget. It's rude to ask, but if you are changing that price, it is absolutely necessary for you to talk about it with them face to face. There has definitely been times where this has happened to me where either online I expected and I saw a different different price and expected to pay that price. And then when I go to actually finish the service and to check out, it's been more, not necessarily in nails, but in like a facial or massage or whatnot in a service that I went to go treat myself with. Clients either get upset, pissed, which they have every right to, and or embarrassed. Again, you don't know their circumstances at home. It is not our business to know if they are on a strict budget and what if you're not meeting those means. So it's absolutely necessary for us to professionally communicate with clients. So let's talk about how we do that. 
And to me, there's only one way. You do this one way and one way only. And you are not going to like my answer. I almost guarantee it. But this is how I believe you should properly and professionally raise your prices. And that is to tell them face to face. Yes, I know you are cringing right now, but this is how we continue to have and build trust with our clients by confidently speaking to them eye to eye and telling them about the price increase. Yet, is it uncomfortable? Yes. Is it absolutely necessary? 110%. I would rather know face-to-face about my future investment than through a text, through a DM, are you expecting for me to see it online? This is how we show our integrity as professionals and how we guarantee the message gets delivered without it being taken out of context and it's crystal clear and we are both on the same page. And you can't just say, well, I'm raising my prices. So today's going to be 125 instead of 110. No, 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 no. We're going to back it up a little bit. There's a mini framework that I'm going to walk you through now and a proper approach, which we are going to go over. So I 110% think that this should always be done face-to-face, eye-to-eye, not through the mirror. This needs to be done face-to-face, and it can be either done prior to the appointment, so during your consultation, or when you're checking them out. I typically do it when I'm checking out because my client already has this expectation during the consultation about how much it's going to cost for today. So you can nip it in the butt during the consultation, get it over with. But the very, very important thing to do and to consider is that the new price is always given the after you have had this conversation face-to-face to your client. So even if you decide to do it during the consultation and get it out of the way, I don't believe it's appropriate for the client to pay the new price that day. So I think that you having that discussion first and then letting them know today your price is going to stay the same. We're going to keep it at 110. But just so you know, in your next visits from here on out are going to be at this price. So I'll share with you how my verbiage goes at the end because my client's I just prefer to leave it at the end so they have, it's fresh, it's a little bit more expected and there's no surprises the next time they come and visit. And they ready, they already have an idea if because we discussed it financially during the consultation of what they're paying that day. Now, if it's a huge price increase, I will let them know in the consultation. But um, this is how I typically do it and it's at the end of the service and we're wrapping up, we're rebooking, all that good stuff. We rebook, I thank them, and then I add, before you go, I wanted to discuss my future price increase with you. Today, your service will stay the same at 110, but I wanted to let you know your next visit will be 125. Now, I don't think that you need to go into much detail, but if your clients do question like, well, why is it more? This is what I respond with. You respond with the truth. And in last week's episode, we talked about when you should be raising your prices. So this is kind of where this answer is coming from. So I would respond with something like this. The demand for my services is a lot higher and I've been taking continuous education to better serve all my clients and my price increase as a reflection of that. And that's it. You just end it like that. 
And if they have any challenges with it, I absolutely leave the door open. And I just say kindly, if this no longer fits in your budget, I completely understand. Please let me know and we can discuss it. Unfortunately, I can't go any lower on my prices, again, because of my demand. And I have to take into account the time and money that I've spent on my continuous education, but I would be more than happy to help you look for a new stylist if that's what you choose to do. I love having you, but I also understand if this no longer fits in your budget. There is no miscommunication. The The message is sent directly. You, you know that it's clear. You know that she got it. And you also create a clear boundary because you're not leaving that open door for a DM or a text later on to talk about it. We have to put ourselves in the client's position. And so this is the absolutely number one thing that I think we should do on how we should raise our prices is directly speaking to the client and telling them face to face. So if you in the past have raised your prices and you've used either text message, DM, you did a post, or you just didn't communicate with them at all. And when they came to pay during their next service, you just charged them your more dollar amount. This is not I believe, a professional way on how to raise your prices. So I hope by sharing my mini framework with always staying face-to-face, choosing to discuss it during the consultation or at the end of their service, and always, always clarifying that the price will stay the same for today and they should expect the increase for their next service. Now, dependent on how often your clients do come in, I know balayages are lasting a lot longer now, so it can be three months or longer. I still think you should honor this framework, even if your client hasn't been here for like three to six months. It's a small dollar amount hit that you will have, but it may guarantee your client coming back for future and paying that higher price. But I do think we sacrifice that if we choose to go against it with text, DM, or not communicating at all. Please feel free to take this verbiage and make it your own, but I highly recommend that you do follow that mini framework. So let's recap today's episode. Last week, we talked about when you should raise prices and how it'll affect your business. And this week we covered two things, how not to approach raising your prices and then a mini framework on how to. How we properly protect ourselves with this mini framework is we always talk about it face-to-face. We either discuss it during the consultation or at the end of the service when we're checking them out. And we always make sure they pay the same price that day you discuss it with them and make it clear that the next time they visit, they'll be paying their new price. I know this is really, really hard to do. This took me tons of practice, but this is going to make your clients love and trust you even more. This is going to help build your confidence and help you create a solid boundary in your business so you can be the professional that you are. 
I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please let me know about it. Slide into our DM. I want to know. If you haven't already done so, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. This is how you know when a new episode is updated and you'll be first notified. If you feel that somebody you know can benefit from this episode, I go ahead and send it to them. I really appreciate it. So hopefully they can gain something just as much as you did. I love you guys so much. I had a great time creating these last two episodes with you, and I can't wait to get even more uncomfortable and help you break through through your professional journey moving forward. Have a great week, guys, and we'll see you next Monday.